0: hi i'm alex
1: hi i'm liz hi i'm annie
0: and welcome to the research (laughs) room a space to make research by the people for the people Today, we're going to be talking about another article dealing with stress and coping, Um, but this time with a little uh, bit more on the physical side uh, of things, um, actual physical health. So uh, this paper was uh, titled, The Association Between Perceived Stress and Hypertension Among Asian Americans, Does Social Support and Social Network Make a Difference? Uh, this was by Lou and her colleagues um, back in 2019, so not too long ago. Um, and I think really one of the first uh, kind of studies um, like that i've seen like this um so what was this uh, this was looking at um stress and hypertension basically um there's well-documented paths um in dealing with stress and hypertension so people that are more stressed are more likely to have hypertension uh, for various reasons things like um higher blood pressure um increased heart rate things like that um, that just uh um end up uh leading to uh hypertension um which uh then would lead to things like um cardiovascular disease um so like these these uh, pretty um, intense uh, sort of um, diseases uh, that we can um, have. So uh, this uh, article decided to look at uh, specifically Asians uh, and seeing their specific risk um, for hypertension due to stress um, and if um, things can help uh, with that. Uh, so not just like individual things, but looking at now their social support networks. Um, are they receiving social support and um, who is the social support from? Do they feel like they're are actually integrated into the social networks um, and so what they ended up finding here uh, is that uh, hypertension uh, does definitely uh, increase the chances of hypertension does increase uh, depending on how stressed you are so the more stressed you are the more uh, likely you are to have hypertension so that's great but i mean great in the sense of yay they found the finding that they should have found um, but Um, uh, There's a few things that happened with this, which is, um, so they they looked at three specific um, Asian subgroups, Um, they had uh, Chinese individuals, they had Korean individuals, and they had Vietnamese individuals, and they only ended up finding this effect for uh, Chinese individuals. Um, And then, uh, as far as the social support stuff goes, uh, this only... um, Mattered uh, in the case of Chinese individuals as well. Um, social support and the social network did not actually end up predicting uh, more or less hypertension when it came to Korean and Vietnamese individuals. Um, so there's there's lots to unpack there. I think uh, as far as like what why <laughs> why would that ever happen um, that uh, social support only mattered for one specific subgroup. Um, and I, I think there's this, yeah, there's so much uh, to say there. So I think, let me open the floor a little bit on like, what, what did you like about this paper?
1: Well, personally, I definitely liked it that it focused on Asian population, uh, which I definitely think is kind of underrepresented in psychological research and in general as well. And um, it was very informative. I didn't even know Asians suffer from... Um, higher risk of hypertension, so uh, it, it was great. Um, and you know, there are other, you know, theoretical part where you know they try to test different theories about like how social support could affect you know physical health, and um, that itself I think is you know all you know strengths of the paper. But of course, we have questions as always. So.
2: Yeah. And I like how they're looking at, you know, social networks and like how integrated people are, you know, Mm -hmm. because that's a good thing to like index and try to figure out like where people actually who are, who's their social network uh, comprised of. But I don't know with this measure, though, um, they're looking at like four different categories, I believe. So it's like if you're married or not, um, if you have like if you're part of a community group, a church group. So I'm wondering, you know, just by virtue of like the way they have this measure set up. Um, maybe some people won't be, won't come across as like socially integrated when in fact they really are. So, Mm, and among the different types too, like that could maybe differ, you know, for Mm -hmm. Chinese versus Koreans, things like that.
1: I, I definitely agree with this. So, um, I mean, adding to the strengths that I mentioned about this paper, which was, you know, shedding light to a different population that's currently not discussed so much in uh, psychological research. But then uh, I wish they would have done a better job at um, considering really, you know, culturally relevant, you know, variables in their study, just like you said, Liz, for example, social network, like, social network for Asian Americans you know, look very differently across subgroups and even you know relative to non you know, Asian Americans. Um, you know for example, um, their social networks and you know social support tend to be surrounded around you know, the same subgroups of like Asians in the sense that for example Koreans they might they generally feel more comfortable, Building networks and like being around other Koreans, even though you know they live in the US. So these things, you know, subtle differences across subgroups about like what social network means and who they, you know, primarily build their social networks with. These kind of dynamics weren't really captured in their measure, um, nor you know um, in their analysis. So. I definitely, as a Korean, I definitely wanted to kind of see more of that um, in the paper, but then that was one lacking thing so, um, but it's interesting to think about these things, though, and how considering these could have affected the results. Um, what do you both think?
0: Yeah. So I am I'm, I'm thinking like that could have been such an easy thing to add, right? Like just mm. one simple question of like, who is this? Uh, was this uh, was someone of the same ethnicity or someone of a different ethnicity? Like yeah. that could have been it, right? And it's and it wouldn't make the the process like too much too much more burdensome for the participant and also not for the researcher either, right? Like that's a very simple thing to add mm-hmm. to an analysis. Um, so, yeah, that uh, and it would have been so helpful um, because of the points that you're saying, right? Like, it's just maybe it's a little bit easier to talk to someone of the same background. And, like, that kind of work is also, like, pretty well documented that, um, like, if you want support for culturally specific things, like, you are more likely to go to someone who is also from your background, whether that is uh, ethnicity, whether that is um uh, like maybe it's sexual orientation. Uh, it could be for a whole bunch of different things, but like you you want to be able to talk to someone who has like that similar experience mm. so that like when they give advice, it doesn't come across as like, oh, like you're wrong for like just being who you are. Like um, mm. you can, you know that there's already like that, that shared like, um like background there.
1: Yeah, and it is particularly true in this paper because I think their participants were foreign born Asian Americans. So, you know, there is already this language barrier and uh, that definitely affects like, you know, who they, they build their social networks with. So, um, yeah, I think it is a very important missing piece. Uh, and um,
2: I, yes. I'm also wondering, too, like and- when people self-report for the study, you know, as to like their racial identity, I wonder because in this study they had um, like a translator for somebody there, I believe. So mm. I'm wondering like how that actually makes them feel right, in terms of their racial identity? Like, is that, does that become more salient? Like, you are in the moment.
1: Oh, that's a really good point. I even haven't thought about that. Like the, you know, the study procedure itself could, you know, make their racial and ethnic identity even more salient. Um, Oh, that's, I think it could be possible uh, the way it was implemented, but what do you think Alex?
0: So I, I'm kind of wondering with Liz's point, do you know, Liz, because uh, I can't remember off the top of my head, but do you know if they matched, like, was it? the, uh, was the researcher the same ethnicity as um, like, I don't the think, participant? I don't mm. think they
2: mentioned that in the paper. Yeah. Okay. So that would be interesting, though, to, like, know yeah. if that actually happened.
1: I right. mean, looking, like, yeah. just looking oh, at God. the
2: authors, they are quite,
1: like, uh, diverse in terms of ethnicity. So, It could have Mm -hmm. been, but they don't explicitly mention that.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, these authors, who knows if they actually ran any of the participants. (laughs) They could have just (laughs) written up the paper. but so, yeah, I mean, it definitely that like mismatch could uh, bring about some things, right? Like maybe they were literally just even more stressed, like having to sit there like with somebody that's like interpreting for them and like, isn't necessarily like you have to now in- interact with somebody else who like doesn't understand you. And it's like, ah, that that so many things uh, open up there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, great point. Um, like, and I also just, I didn't consider uh, how important that might be uh, for this kind of study, right?
2: Random um, thoughts, you know? <laughs>
1: No, but it's important. Um, And I totally miss that. Yeah. Um,
0: So then I, uh, with Annie's like earlier point, I'm, I'm also wondering like, and this is something that like just clicked in my head. So (laughs) maybe I shouldn't be saying this, but um, the idea of your social network, right. Um, That is also very like, like ethnically specific, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, who might comprise that? Even and like the way that they measured these things, like, yeah, they capped uh, some of these um, these instances of of social support. So, what I mean by that is, um, usually you could like, uh, oh, sorry, maybe there's too many details here, but let me. <laughs> hopefully, this is not too much. So, what they did was in this study, they use uh, a measure called the social network index. Uh, and that is, um, it's a it's widely used uh, and it's it's great for a lot of things in the sense of like, you get an actual sense of like, who who are these people in their social support network? Uh, and as long as like, you are actually like talking to them on a regular enough basis, like, yeah, they, they should be considered in your social network. Um, so they have things like um, who you're married to, if you are married, um, um, how many friends you have, how many family members you have that you talk to often enough, um, the list goes on uh, from that Mm -hmm. and so uh, what they ended up doing here was they um, distilled that into how integrated you are into that network so it's not necessarily just how many people um, but like uh, oh no actually no it it really is just how many people um, but how many um, they only allowed a certain number of people uh, which I think is like the limitation uh, in the sense of usually in the scale it's like from one to seven i think for any of these groups uh with mm. the exception of like who you're married to um of course that can only be one person uh, legally uh, in a lot of <laughs> places um but that's also the cultural differences that have, should be explored in other studies but um <laughs> uh, when it comes to the, the uh, social network index um yeah, you could you could score quite a bit higher than what they allowed for. Um, so they only allowed up to two um, for friends, only two for family, and so that's kind of what I mean by like who your social network is is uh, also driven by ethnicity. And mm. maybe you just have more family members, and that would like that would weigh more um, in this kind of case. Um,
2: or maybe it's yeah, just better like, quality too. Like your better quality mm. connections are from the people who are from your like ethnic group.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right, yeah. Um, So yeah, that also brings up another point of like, what um, what dimension of social support like should we really be caring about? Um, And I I think it would be nice if if the study was able to like rule out like, is it just the literal number of people versus like the actual like quality uh, of support? Because like, one supportive person uh, could outweigh a hundred non-supportive people. But like, maybe you you end up talking to them, right? Mm. Um, Like, who cares? This is strikingly,
1: yeah, I mean, I I was just thinking that this is strikingly similar to the discussion we had last week, it was like, (laughs) oh, you measure social support with this one scale and that's it, like, but, you know, like we're discussing now, there are so many different aspects of our social support, they're qualitatively different, and also there are different types of social support, like we mentioned last week, it could be informational, you know, it could be more like resource focused, it could be emotional focused, So I think it's, there is like a concurrent theme that uh, kind of needs to be addressed in future work. You know, people need yeah. to care about different types of social support, and you know, if we are continue, if we're going to continue, you know, thinking about social support as this like one-dimensional thing, you know, like there is really limitations to what what we can learn about the effects of social support right um mm-hmm. I kind even of in today's world <laughs> even
2: <What>? in today's <laughs> yeah. world though i mean like think about the pandemic if somebody did this research mm. now right social mm. support would greatly differ right yes. in terms of like video interactions all of that so yeah you have true. to consider the context
0: yeah Sure. Mm-hmm. yeah i think especially also like that that long discussion of like what what's better like are you allowed to like have support like from this like techno- technological like sort of sense or like yeah. does it have to be in person um yeah. and like that would change so much right um yeah. i'm just kind of like thinking like this is this is definitely a running theme <laughs> when it comes to any social support like study um it's uh, uh I, I maybe i'll just go ahead and say it like uh, it's not, uh, dang it, how do I say this? Cause I don't want to just say like, they're not good, um, but like they always have room for improvement. Um, mm-hmm. And like myself included, right? Like you, uh, like I've done social support studies um, and like I've only like included a certain like subset of skills. Like I, I don't uh, include every single thing and like try to rule out everything. Like it's it does get difficult um, to do that. And like, there's so many different measures and so many different types of support. Like should you really be like loading that onto participants? Um, um, and like theoretically like do all these matter so I don't know there, there, there are considerations but like I think it, we always end up walking away from these studies just being like I, I want more information though um,
2: I guess it's time so that we- somebody develop a better social support measure that's what it seems like yeah. <laughs> please right. go ahead you two <laughs> Annie, <way change. laughs> so the thing Annie, I think good. you would make the best scale so <laughs> jobs on you <laughs> Um, but
0: yeah, no, I mean, this—I'm uh, trying to think. Like, how long has this this field been doing research? Like, it, it's probably been, um, oh. probably about seventy years now. <laughs> 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 and so, like, I, maybe other scientists would look at that and like, that's not that long. But like, seventy years is a good amount of time to like make mm. a really good measure. I think. Um, but we haven't. Yeah, I mean, out. I
1: wonder um, if things have changed, uh, if any, like since the pandemic. You know, just like Liz mm. said, we now know you know there are so many different kinds of social support we can get with limited amount of physical contact. Um, yeah. So you know, maybe researchers during the pandemic uh, have come up with different ways of measuring social support, and um, yeah, I'm interested to find you know relevant papers on this, but we'll see uh, if there are any improvements. Mm on our conceptualization of social support since the pandemic. Um, mm-hmm. But that would be interesting though.
0: Yeah. And I think that also like that does bring up the point of um, again the emphasis on like who's in your immediate circle like if you if you aren't living with the people that are giving you social support like are you getting social support like and again that's like that's probably family or like maybe very close friends or something mm-hmm. um and like if that is capped uh, with like uh, how many points you're allowed to get uh, on this scale like again <laughs> that's like uh, such a limitation maybe um, the
2: most supportive people that you come across you know like you don't see them so you're not in like physical proximity and maybe you mm-hmm. don't even talk that often you know know like some of the best friendships right you mm-hmm. don't see that person for a long time but you still when you do pick up you like pick up where you left off exactly so. yeah
1: mm-hmm. I agree with this yeah
0: yes yeah that's every friend that I have I talk to them once a year we set up an annual meeting and catch up.
2: <laughs> an <laughs> annual meeting that's great
0: but like those are my best friends like yeah. I, I don't I don't necessarily talk to my best friends every day <laughs> um so yeah, great point there. Um, so then, well, uh, so there's a lot more that we can talk about uh, with this. Um, but I am kind of curious. Do you have any reasons for like why we only find uh, these effects for Chinese individuals, and like why not for the other two subgroups?
1: Oh, I have a very simple answer, which might be inaccurate. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, as a nation, like my intuitive was that oh, you know, the Chinese community is usually large. Relatively larger than any other Asian communities anywhere in the US. So, you know, given that I was thinking, you know, Chinese, you know, ended up having more resources, like social resources, because they have more access to other Chinese um, compared to Koreans and Vietnamese. I mean, that's like one uh, immediate observable uh, explanation that I had. Um, And I think Liz mentioned this before, but like the way people build social networks can also differ across different subgroups, even among Asians. So that is an interesting possibility. Um, I mean, I can definitely talk about social networks of Koreans, but I have no idea what social networks look like for Chinese and Vietnamese. So I can't really, you know, make a definite like I guess, like, informative guess about this. But if you have any other thoughts, um,
2: I'll love to hear them.
0: Yeah. I, so I have some thoughts, but Liz, first, do you have any?
2: I don't really have too many thoughts. And I don't really, I can't really speak to it because mm-hmm. I don't have any experience with it. So take
0: it away, Alex. Okay. <laughs> so um, sort of like along the lines of what Annie was saying, like just Chinese history in America is, it's a lot longer, right? So like they've been here and, and depending on uh, why they had to come uh, is uh, uh, it's uh, not a great history, but um, like historically though, they have been here longer uh, in, in America. Um, so I'm also wondering just like, Yes, these were all foreign-born, uh, and they ended up immigrating. But like, um, even if that is the case, uh, let's say if you are Chinese, potentially the, just like the um, probability that you know someone here already—that uh, like maybe you have family here already—because like there's they've been here for multiple generations, as opposed mm-hmm. to like other um, Asian subgroups. Um, <clears throat> I wonder if like that's also like maybe just get different social support uh, because of that like maybe get this more like westernized version of social support like whatever that actually means which like we need to do more studies on like what, what that might mean but like i imagine it would be a little bit different right like um just the kinds of things that are brought up um i know there's a little bit on like it's more emotionally driven uh like compared like, uh, relative at least uh to like asian uh support which doesn't necessarily ever <laughs> involve emotions um And sometimes that's, uh, that's, um, I think think this is something that I brought up uh, last time as well, that like, sometimes just bringing up emotions like that is very distressing itself, right? Uh, And like, especially if you're not used to talking about your emotions, like that only makes things worse, Mm -hmm. um, until you can figure out like how to have those conversations. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I wonder if like that that does happen here as well. That like the the type of social support like just also matches the type of measurement that also happened. That like was more of a Western like social support kind of measure. Um, but yeah, those are those are my thoughts on that.
2: Related mm. to that though, too, it's like, I wonder what these measures, if they've actually like validated them, like in different cultures, right? Mm. Like, are these measures that are just mm. used on like white people? Like, I don't yeah. really know. So I feel like that's something else. Like we need to know, like, are these like measures that we're using in these studies, like, are they validated with different uh, demographic groups, mm. cultural groups, all of that? Yeah. Yeah.
0: For the most part, no, <laughs> um, they, uh, they're they definitely used, um, but like they haven't been like specifically tested to see like, are we actually getting at social support and the way that we think with, with that we are, right? Um, so uh, short answer is no, um, but I mean, who knows? And potentially social support is more uh, more similar than different, right? Um, and maybe <laughs> we don't need to harp on this point, but like, I, I mean, internally, I, I kind of feel like we do um, because I mean, I don't know, Uh, I I also am not like, um, like, I'm a first generation American, right? So like, I have other differences, uh, compared to people that have been here for three, four, five, six generations, right? Um, Yeah, I I think there's a lot to uncover there.
1: Yeah, but you know, this paper is a good start, I would say, Um, to just starting Mm. the dialogue. And I think uh, one in uh, strength um, also of this paper is that like, given now, you know, we're, we've uh, learned about this finding that even, you know, the relationship between like stress, social support and, you know, hypertension, that's been studied for quite a while, you know, but if you look at a different population, they look differently and, you know, they are informative in that unique way. So, you know, this kind of, to me, it kind of opens up questions about, you know, Subgroups of like other ethnicities, you know, like African-Americans and Hispanic-Americans, like we tend to think of them as like one category too, just like we think of Asian-Americans, but I'm sure they have all, you know, different subgroups as well. And I don't think that's quite represented in like research either. So, um, you know, just the fact that it opens up my perspective. (laughs) Uh,
2: I think that was also one strength of the paper. I think that's a recurring theme that we talk about each week mm-hmm. you know, on the podcast is that, you know, that's what happens with research is we're so used to like researching the norm, you know, that it seems like so we, we say that these are strengths because we're like, oh, they're actually researching mm-hmm. a different group. And it is a strength, you know, but we need to do more of that work to like really yeah. understand like mm-hmm. different uh, subgroups and all of that. Mm-hmm. True
0: yes there's so many things uh, that go into that right like just the idea that we can lump together (laughs) so many different types of people uh, and that we've been doing that like so like of course like it's it's probably better than nothing um but like also it leads you like in false directions right like if you suddenly think that like oh all all asians anything (laughs) right like you can complete that sentence like that does not seem like the right answer to anything (laughs) um (laughs) So, yeah, like, we, we definitely need to get out of that mindset. Um, but it, it's so much easier, of course, on the researcher side, like, oh, you just check a box. Uh, I put this into an analysis. It's one <laughs> factor. Um, makes it so much easier compared to, like, having 10, 20 different types of um, people from asia like that uh, of course it gets a lot more complicated that way um but like uh, i think this is maybe this is line but i'll go ahead and say it it's you no can. excuse right <laughs> oh,
2: that is definitely my, my <laughs> that is my line every week <laughs>
0: um, Right, so uh, you know, I, I think it's it's a great point um, that, uh, and not just for Asians, right? Like uh, across the board for any person of color, um, like they are not just suddenly lumped into other people that might look similar, because uh, like the cultural backgrounds are different, the tra- traditions are different, the way that the everyday life just like operates can be very different. Um, so yes, uh, I, I that is my long way of saying I agree. <laughs> <laughs>
2: i appreciate that <laughs> we all do yeah. Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> yes uh sorry i'm also just thinking like I mean, even within like indians right like uh i could think of like within india itself like there's so many different types Mm. of indians and so many different like i mean languages so many different types of uh, again like cultures traditions um foods uh, which like if we're talking about hypertension like if that will absolutely make a difference right (laughs) so um yeah like you you can't even like lump it that way um ah, so many things there Um, So then uh, I'm wondering if there are any other questions um, before we wrap this up.
1: Maybe some the last um, comments, you know, summarizing the paper. I don't have any, but I'm basically asking you to if you have any. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll think about something. Um,
0: Well, I mean, kind of the point that we were just Mm -hmm. talking about, I think that is like the main message here is that like, uh, yeah, the topic itself is, is great. Like it's, it's important stress, hypertension, social support, anything that like might mitigate the factors that lead to hypertension, cardiovascular disease, anything like that. Like, of course, super important stuff, but like even more important is not just lumping together all people mm. and it's not just uh, about like it's not an american thing it's uh there's plenty of different types of people like within america um there's plenty of different like age groups and like different uh, ethnic backgrounds also gender which like we didn't even talk about but like i mean it's it's primarily within men right mm. um and this study also found that um uh but uh it's it's a secondary point i think compared to like the um ethnicity sort of thing which like that has like little to no uh, like actual research
1: agreed yeah <laughs> <laughs> no that was just a perfect summary like i i had nothing <laughs> to add uh, really neither do i so <laughs> well
0: thank you all right so then um we we're gonna continue with stress and coping and like there's there's so many things here still that we need to talk about um i i wonder like you <laughs> know should we keep talking about social support or, or should we uh try to get to some other things so like there's plenty of other like individual things that uh, go on with this like we we have taken the turn into social uh, life but like i don't know um we'll find out uh, yeah. <laughs> next week what happens we'll, we'll definitely make uh,
2: a good paper it will be an interesting topic for sure uh, yes
0: yeah. all right so then um we uh aside from the podcast uh, we still have the visual abstracts we have uh, the write-ups we have videos um and, and and more uh coming up uh as we continue um just trying to disseminate this uh, psychological research to everyone (laughs) uh, on our website um, which is roomforresearch.com as well as uh, on social media uh, which is at roomforresearch you can find us in either of those locations uh, through our name um, and I think that's it well
2: thanks for listening
0: For now, Bye. You with the sun.